0: two different words in here for two different kinds of people that are in here there are some business things that are being released over certain ones in here today some business ideas and solutions to problems, witty inventions and answers to questions. I see things thrusting forward over certain ones who have been knocking on doors and you have been wondering if there's more out there. Well, I, I, this word is for you, that you are walking forward into something bigger And I would say, just take it. Just take it. Just take it. I want to say business over you. I want to speak the words business over you. And I could almost call you out, but you know where you are in your own heart and what that means to you. It's a new kind of business. It's a new kind of thing. And so that's for one. Then there's another type of person, and there's another word in here that I'm hearing and you're barely surviving. Oh, the pain is so real. All-consuming. As I speak it, I can feel it. It makes me wanna weep. You're so tired of it. You're so tired. Oh, oh. Let your mother, God, sing over you. Let mama take it for a little bit. Let mama take it over for a little bit. Oh. Come on, mothers. Come on and sing. Come on, mothers. Mothers in the spirit gendered males as well it includes all the genders I want that mama spirit to come up in you to come up in you and to soothe you and woo you to lullaby you it's that mother spirit in Jesus that says come unto me y'all. Let me take it for a while, let me take it for a while, let me take it for a while. Now sing, mamas, we're going to heal (laughs) it. Just let it heal. (laughs) That's crazy. Whoa. I speak words of healing over you. I speak words of healing over you. Standing, standing, just let some healing anointing flow through you, flow from you into Him in Jesus' name. trouble I thank you that you're a healer that you're a healer inside and out we thank you for your presence that is so sweet and gentle so sweet and gentle we just thank you for that thank you for that gentle presence of the Holy Spirit thank you for your presence in this house today words that heal presence and anointing that heals thank you for it Lord in Jesus name amen Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As the band takes their seat. Hallelujah. Do we even have any more? I don't know what time it is. I don't know where we are. I don't know. 12 minutes. All right. I'm really good at doing what I'm told. I'm really good at doing what I'm told. (laughs) Good. Good, good, good. All right. What can we do in 12 minutes? With God, nothing is impossible. (laughs) <laughs> we can look at a thing and see that it might be impossible, but with God, nothing is impossible. Yeah, with God, all things are possible. It's possible. It's peaceful. It's possible. It's peaceful. How's your heart? You okay? Deep breath. You cough it out? Okay, you feel all right? Okay. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, good. So we'll just continue. Hallelujah. Yes. Look at you. Everybody's still humming in here. There's still like a flow. <laughs> There's still a humming flow. Yeah. Can I hold your hand? You okay? You okay? Yeah. Good. Oh, what I love about the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit ain't scary. Nothing's scary. Now, people can be scary sometime okay? Come on. People can be scary. People, can, people try, you know, to do different things and it can be scary, whoa, uh, but there's nothing scary about the Lord. Hallelujah. Morgan was in the ER all night, and, um, and so he came to church, tired, bloodshot eyes. Have you ever done that? Yes. yes. Have you ever been in the ER all night? And so heart heart stuff and stuff like that. Remember when I used to have those heart episodes? and uh, Shara was the first one to, to show me that whenever I, my heart would get to racing so fast, and I felt I had to sit down, and then you told me cough, bear bear down and cough, and try to get it to reset, and that would always help. But they're helping him and, and doing some other things. Not sure that it's the same thing, but just felt that healing. And what was weird for me is Hank, I had saw myself coming behind him and putting my hands on his shoulders, then I opened my eyes, and there you were. So I think that the, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, and Bob, thank you for stepping into position, and Troy, thank you guys for stepping in and and helping and letting the healing power of the Holy Spirit just work and flow. Whoa. <laughs> there's healing in this house. Yeah, there's healing in this house. We're just family, just family doing what we need to do, helping healing i had three goals today that i wanted to share and so for your brain everybody knows you have a heart and a brain all up in there and we don't really know exactly where the mind is or where the spirit is necessarily um that's an age-old question you know where does that reside but I do know that you have a heart that with which, you know, the heart of a matter, you can feel things. But then your brain needs information sometimes that you can string together. And so this is for all the brains. How many has a brain in the house? Yes. So for all the brains, this is the brain portion of the service, okay? Because we've been going with the heart, kind of going on that feminine side, the feminine side of the brain, and now we're going to go a little left-brained. Everybody go, whoo! finally she's going to say something makes sense, right? <laughs> something that makes sense and it's not so woo-woo. But see, the Lord is in the woo and the ooh-ooh, okay? You can quote me on that. The Lord is in the ooh-ooh, all right? And then the Lord is in the woo ooh Yeah, you just strung some words together that make sense to me. That is awesome. And So I have goals today to impart some spiritual gifts. I think we have done some of that um, already. So in a sense, we can check the box on imparting some spiritual things. And then I would like to invite you, that the next part of the goal is to invite you to access a grace in your relationship with yourself and your life. The title of the message is, <laughs> Loosen Your Grip, Because Grace Got Next. Now, if you don't know what I mean by that, I could have Whitney come up and explain it. But basically, when you're out on the court, like I have never been, okay? All of you that know me, but I know what happens, and if you've seen TikTok videos or memes about this, you'll understand what I mean. Who got next is an abbreviated version of asking, whose team is playing the next game? Okay? It's an abbreviated version of whose team is playing the next game. And in order to reserve a spot, For the next game, someone on the sideline will shout, we got next. You with me? Or, I got next. Or, we got downs are also proper responses. But, you must speak this out. You must speak it. Not speaking it is a common mistake for many newcomers to the court. When they visit a court that they're not familiar with, they fail to speak up, and so they lose their turn. I want to speak to you today about loosening your grip in the position you've been playing and allow grace to get next. See, all too often we play this game of life with rules that we have made up with our ego, our ego runs the court most usually. It is interested in, oh, let me tell you what ego is interested in. It's interested in fairness. It's interested in being right. It's interested in being the best. It is interested in being seen, understood, justified, heard, vindicated, validated. Oh, yes, We all want this. There are parts of us that I would even argue need that. We need validation. We need fairness. But if you have lived longer than one minute in this realm, you can agree with me that fairness is not necessarily a right. That being seen, understood, validated... Isn't always what you get in relationships, is it? Sometimes things just aren't fair. As I have wrestled with this all of my life, with these feelings of, but it's just not right. Have you ever had that conversation? The privacy of your own home or in your own head? It's just not right, it's just not fair. What they're doing isn't. We say that as a part of our conversation and our language all the time. But as I have walked with the spirit of grace over my lifetime. (laughs) As I have walked in love and with love and I have learned the ways of the spirit. There is something that supersedes your need for fairness and your need to be right. And it's called grace. You see, we can get into these spots in our lives where we have such a tight grip on our position, our role, the thing we do over and over again, and we play it hard, and we play it right, and we want to get it right, and we keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And it has a, a, a rigidity to it. It has a feeling of, uh, like you want to scrunch in, and you tighten up. It's a consternation when you think about what you're doing and how you failed yourself or how others have failed you, there's a way in which you can get so bound up that we forget that there's a space in grace. Now, hear what I'm saying. When grace got next for me and when grace gets a turn... I start to loosen up. My type A starts to go a little. I'll people trying to say, when does it ever go a little? <laughs> Come on. You see, Jesus is the one who declares, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy, who are exhausted because it's been happening over and over the same way for so long. I speak with people almost every day with tears in their eyes saying, it's just been so hard for so long. It's just been so difficult. And I can stay there. I am one of the best companions in, in all of that. I can stay in that sorrow. I really can. You know that I can. And it's true. But there's something that happens when you begin to speak grace, grace over it. When you begin to see things from a different perspective and allow grace to take it. So in my experience, with some of these things that I want to hold tightly to and hold on to my need to be right or my need to be fair, When I allow the grace of God, so this is what I mean by grace. I don't mean like old school, uh, conventional, orthodox grace, like grace that, you know, um, forgives like an egregious sin. That's a grace. But the grace that I'm talking about here is a grace like an enablement, like a power to move past something, like a little uh, push in the right direction. When, when you're stuck and you get a little push, you get a little like, mm. Like I was just, I was rocking and reeling trying to get that truck out of the, you know, out of the mud or something like that. And you start to get a little bit of a momentum and then it's a grace that pushes you out of that rut. And I wanted to invite this house to let grace got next. I know that doesn't make grammatical sense. <laughs> but I like the way it sounds. Because it invites a person to an extreme way of relating. It invites a person to an extreme way of relating that will allow some space in your relationship. I'm inviting you to actually live in a place where there would be a power or an enablement, a grace, if you will, to create some space where you've been stuck. Some grace where you've been stuck in that relationship. If you don't have a relationship that you, you know, maybe you don't go to bed with someone at the end of the day, then think about the relationship you have with yourself, a way in which you've been stuck. Would you allow grace to have next? I guess I slipped on that. Would you allow grace to got next? I, I didn't. I was trying to be right. But... <clears throat> <laughs> Proverbs eighteen twenty one says that death and life are in the power of the, come on. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Grace is a sufficiency that is made perfect in weakness. Grace is that thing. Go ahead. Grace is that thing that will fill. This is so good. Grace is that thing that will fill you and fill that space that is evacuated as the ego is deflated. Grace is the, is the thing that will fill that aching void of you not getting to be right, or it needing to be fair. Grace will fill that space that the ego has evacuated and fill you with such a love and acceptance. This is where you get into stuff like fruits of the Spirit, of love and joy and peace and gentleness and kindness and goodness. The gifts of the Spirit, these gifts and fruits are different things, but they, if we had more time, I really wanted to share some different things with you. But it's interesting, there's a, there's a scripture that says that God it's just the way that the English phrases it, and we don't have time to go into really what this means, but let me just give it to you and see if you can grab it. God resists the arrogant spirit, but floods the humble with grace. Another way you might have heard it is, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. What what that really, without just going on for a long time, what that really means is, see... Love is not regular. Walking and living and relating in love isn't ordinary. It isn't for a a weak person. Living and walking in love takes a fair amount of integrity, like of strength of structure. Love is not easy when it's done well. To, for yourself or anybody else. Love is a, um, a, a, a gritty thing. You know, the, the, song has, the song says, you can fall in love is easy, but staying in love is it's hard. Well, it just takes work. It's not necessarily that it's hard. I mean, you could take your first bite of a meal, but then you got to keep at it to keep going, right? <laughs> but that's a good thing. It's a good thing, but, you know, Proverbs says that the lazy person won't even take his fork from his bowl to his mouth. (laughs) Like, we got to work at some of these things. And I wanted to invite this house today, under the umbrella of this open heaven, which we've all created together, I wanted to invite you to let Grace got next. In whatever area, maybe you can analyze your life, get your spreadsheet out in your head. What areas of your life are you gripped up about? Could you imagine allowing a grace? to flood that space. So it says that, that God resists the arrogant spirit but floods the humble with grace. Now, it doesn't mean that God is against you or, or attacking that, that kind of thing, but it's a system. I want you to think in systems that it's disorganizing the, the rigid organization of the pride and not pride, like in a good way, like we're so proud of you, but like of that ego-driven. I've got to be right. I've got to be. Right, I've got to be fair. I, I'm. They get what they get, I got coming to them. You know, this. I get what I deserve. You don't deserve that. This kind of language. Do you understand that language I'm talking about? That edges people out of space. It edges them to the side. And it doesn't make space because we in this dominant culture, we want to be right. We want to be certain. We want to get there first. We want to be the best. We want to be the brightest. We want to be the smartest. We want to be the... That's the way we're structured. And so when you take space, well, now you're really doing something. Now you're really living your faith. And this is extreme what I'm suggesting to you today is that this will open up a realm for us that we, bear, we, we tip in and out of it. But people who have been walking with the Lord for years, walking, in the, walking with the Lord in a discipline of love and grace and space, they understand what it means to be in harmony and peace in relationship. Because it's really the only way. The only way that relationships are harmonious and peaceful is because someone got grace ooh, that worked really well for me, just said. Because someone got grace. Do you hear what I'm saying to you today? And so, um, in closing, (laughs) we we didn't even get to all the cool stuff, but if you want my notes, I promise you, this was going to be a great thing. And then we had to sing. And some of you are like, great, yeah, we had to sing for so long. I love spending services that way. Um. Remember the person that's new to the court will often miss their turn because they what? They fail to speak up. It is important for us. Hank, if you can open up my phone um, back there. just I think that the, the code is, is back there, yeah, because the band is going to take a communion with everybody today. Everybody's, yay. Will you remember to use your voice to speak up? And here's what I wanted to add because there were some certain points that really needed to be conveyed today. And I appreciate your time and I I know we've got to get going. But you know that new court, that someone that's new to the court and they lose their turn because they fail to speak up. They They fail to say we got next. There are people in here It doesn't matter the age that you are. But you're at a new court in your life. You're at a new place. There's a leveling of a different, there's a different level that you're at. A different court. And you're standing there. This is what I saw for us. You're standing there. And you, it's almost like you've forgotten how to operate. Like you have operated in the past, in a really good way that has worked, but now you're at your see, you're seeing something new. Well, I'm inviting you by the Spirit to speak up. The voice that you used at the previous courts is the same voice you need to use if you are getting run over, and things are continuing to happen to you, and you can't explain why, and you are exhausted and you don't understand why the pain keeps coming, it's likely that you're at a new court and you have just forgotten to speak. I, got next. I, got next. I say yes to that. <laughs> it is likely that you have forgotten to use all of the tools and the experience that you've gained. Bring them to the new court. Yes. So as we move forward, into this moment, my playlist should be open. Go up to the top, Hank, and just start like where it's like "Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus," piano or something. Would <laughs> be great. Um, I really need you to hear the invitation. You get, you getting me? Speak. And it, you go scroll up, honey. The. Uh, Just like to the piano, like the very top of that. um, Oh, you're right. I'm on a different playlist. Never mind. This is fine. This is fine. Why don't you stand with me?